Hey, good morning, my fellow adventurers. This morning on 10 Minutes with Jim, we're talking detours of the fun kind, not those forced upon us by road closures. Hey, before I share a bit more about Merrimack Springs Park or a few of my favorite Route 66 detours and side trips, I need to give a shout-out to the boys of the road crew for our theme song. Check out the road crew's website at roadcrew66.com for some great road trip tunes. Say hello to a new friend On an old road Take a two-lane trip of memories Into mysteries unknown Come along for the ride Jim Hinckley's America Jim Hinckley's America at the intersection of Route 66, which is signed as Washington Street, and Highway 19 in Cuba, Missouri, you're going to want to turn south. Roll under the viaduct and out past Tuggy and Joe's restaurant and the Rock Fair Tavern, down the hill and then into historic and quaint Steelville. Turn east on State Highway 8 and follow the signs to the beauty of Merrimack Springs Park. And then you can return to Cuba by continuing the drive on Highway 8 to St. James and picking up Route 66. These are the side trips we'll be talking about this morning. And I need to thank this week's program sponsor, Uranus Fudge Company and General Store. The towering neon sign with a dinosaur eating a flying saucer along the highway east of St. Roberts, Missouri is but one hint that this roadside complex is going to be quirky and fun. Escape rooms, a circus sideshow museum, the general store that's filled with all manner of quirky souvenirs and tasty goodies, and of course, superb fudge are but a few of the surprises awaiting discovery in Uranus. This delightful complex is a throwback to roadside attractions in the era of I Like Ike Buttons, Tail Fins, and Etzels. This program in Jim Hinckley's America is also made possible through support of our crowdfunding initiative on the Patreon platform, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com and Jim Hinckley's America. Now, as the song says, come along for the ride. For decades, Merrimack Springs Park has been proclaimed one of the most beautiful spots to be found in the state of Missouri. And that's not mere hype, especially during the months of fall when the leaves turn color. You follow a paved trail past an historic mill and the fifth largest spring in the state that daily pours forth tens of thousands of gallons of startlingly clear waters from a submerged cavern. If the lens cap is off the camera, you're assured a great picture. The private park contains 1,860 acres of forested hills and fields, which includes a large 200-acre public use area with a cafe, store, and campground. The park is ideal for wildlife viewing, fishing, picnicking, or just letting the kids blow off steam in the playground after being cooped up in the car for a few hours. This is only part of what makes the park special. In 1826, the massive Merrimack Ironworks was constructed at this site. It was the first iron smelter west of the Mississippi River, and during the American Civil War, it was crucial to the Confederacy's war efforts. Before its closure in 1876, the company town had grown to a population of 500 people. Remnants abound, including the towering stone furnace in the forest and the cemetery located along a scenic loop drive through the forested hills. Now, 
Near the top of my list for favorite Route 66 detours is the old Williamson Valley Road that connects Seligman with Prescott, a former territorial capital in Arizona. This 70-mile drive requires a vehicle with a bit of ground clearance, as most of it is a long and occasionally graded rock and dirt road. I also suggest a local inquiry about road conditions before setting out, as this can be a very lonely trip, and with a bit of rain or snow, some sections turn into a quagmire. Here's a hint of just what makes this drive so special. The picturesque steel truss Williamson Valley Road Bridge. Originally constructed as the San Carlos Bridge over the Gila River in 1921, the bridge was damaged in a flood 10 years later and disassembled. Arizona's resourceful highway department used one span of the bridge at this location in 1936, and the rest of the bridge was used to span the Verde River on the Perkinsville Road that connects Jerome with Williams. The south end of the road is through ever-creeping suburbia and past estates that mimic frontier-era ranches like a movie set, something like the old Ponderosa on Bonanza. The rest of the scenic drive provides the sense of traveling through territorial Arizona. Various trailheads along the road connect a series of hiking trails that lead to picturesque and historic locations in the Granite Mountain Wilderness and Prescott National Forest, such as the site of the American Ranch. This was an important way station that once included a hotel back in the 1860s and 1870s when the Hardyville Road funneled traffic from Hardyville and Fort Mojave on the Colorado River to Fort Whipple at Prescott. Just past the old bridge is a ranch that was once the tiny hamlet of Simmons, another stage stop. Adding to the surreal sense of time travel is a ranch that raises buffalo. Driving this dusty old road through timeless landscapes as a herd of buffalo keeps pace is quite a memorable experience, to say the very least. And if you want to keep the western frontier feel going, I suggest the territorial-era Senator Highway from Prescott to the semi-ghost town of Crown King high in the Bradshaw Mountains and down the other side to the desert through the ghost towns of Cleeter and Mayer. Again, ground clearance is important, as there is a stream crossing or two. Allow us some time for this drive, not just because of the stunning overlooks and vistas that will have you stopping at every turn. The drive from Prescott to Crown King is about 45 miles, but it requires somewhere around three and a half hours. Sharp curves, steep grades, and the need to occasionally let a car squeeze around you on a very narrow road assure that you won't be breaking any speed records. There is a saloon in Old Crown King that dates to the 1870s, a couple of small but nice motels, a few restaurants, a post office, and one gas station. Topping off the tank in Prescott is highly recommended. Now, as followers of Jim Hinckley's America know, I'm kind of partial to the wild lands in the backcountry of the great American Southwest. So, it shouldn't come as a surprise to hear me share another detour, this one in New Mexico. This time, it's along State Highway 53 from Grant's to the junction with Highway 602 that continues the detour into Gallup. The scenic and historic sites along this drive are enough to fill at least one or two vacations, let alone a simple day trip. Let's start with the richly diverse volcanic landscape of El Malapai National Monument south of Grants. Cinder cones, lava tube caves, ancient lava flows, sandstone bluffs, miles of hiking trails, forest and grassy plains, endless opportunity for photography or exploration. Then there is the Bandera Crater and Ice Cave, a one-of-a-kind experience that makes this drive truly special. 
Imagine exploring an ice-lined cave on a hot summer's day. No wonder this drive is promoted as the land of fire and ice. The crown jewel on this little detour is El Moro National Monument. A natural spring at the base of a towering sandstone bluff has served as an oasis for travelers for at least 2,000 years. Native Americans as well as Spanish and American travelers carved over 2,000 signatures, dates, messages, and petroglyphs in the bluff's face. Lieutenant Beale stopped here during his camel caravan expedition. Juan de Onate left his mark in the 16th century. The inscription rock is an amazing, tangible link to centuries of history. And a pleasant and scenic hiking trail leads to the top of the bluff and the ruins of a Pueblo village that dates to about 1275. Archaeologists estimate that the expansive complex with a million-dollar views perched high atop the bluff once had a population around 1,500 people. One more, before we wrap this up for the week, I should note that some of these detours are in my book, Travel Route 66, available for ordering on our website, jimhinkleysamerica.com. Now, you need a permit for this little detour in a vehicle with some ground clearance. Carry lots of water, especially during the months of summer as the heat can be intense as the canyon narrows. You inquire about road conditions when getting the permit at Wallapai Lodge in Peach Springs, Arizona, headquarters for the Wallapai tribe. The Diamond Creek Road is the only road that provides access to the Colorado River at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Hey, my friends, thank you for joining us on this week's adventure. And if you have questions about today's detours, planning a Route 66 adventure, or suggestions for a future program, drop me a note. I always enjoy telling people where to go. I hope that you can join us next week for another episode of 10 Minutes with Jim. On this adventure, we'll stray from Route 66 a bit and set out in search of Western history. Along the way, we're going to introduce you to some amazing characters such as Jefferson Davis Milton, a lawman on the Western frontier with a pretty amazing career. I'll also be sharing a bit of family history, as my father-in-law was born in Tombstone and his grandfather was the sheriff of Cochise County. My friends, until we meet again, adios. See you on the road. Come along for the ride Jim Hinckley's America Jim Hinckley's America